0: To be fair, in her defense, in my defense, I mm-hmm. always ask her, can I get this? She's like, sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> and depending on how she says sure. Ah, uh, sure. Maybe I can wait. Maybe <laughs> I wait.
1: Yeah, she says it like this. <sighs> sure. Sure. You probably yeah. should wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm just going to wait a couple of days. And <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you're going to wait a couple of days and you're going to forget that you wanted them. You're going to be like, nah, whatever. Right.
1: <laughs> the worst one is just do whatever you want. Just... It's fine. It is not fine.
0: It is that not is fine? That is the cease and desist.
1: dudes michelangelo here you know the master of the whirling pizzas and you my friend are listening to turtle flakes a bodacious ball of ninja turtles goodness brought to you by my radical dudes rob and john cowabunga cowabunga dudes and dudettes and welcome to another episode of turtle flakes i am your lowly co-host rob and joining with me as always is the iron man himself (laughs) <laughs> mr josh o'rourke hi everyone cowabunga cowabunga man how have you been doing buddy yeah but i'm still waving at the camera i don't know why
0: hi <laughs> all dude, these they people that see you. i know yeah, thank sorry. goodness huh just what? yeah i know well <laughs> shut up i'm handsome man oh whatever
1: well yeah <laughs> my mom says i'm handsome
0: <laughs> yeah uh yeah, you're handsome you're the greatest josh okay, yeah thanks. yeah look at you thanks now. mom you gotta <laughs> It's kind of like your parents only like compliment you so much because they kind of have to. They have to.
1: You know, they – well, they feel partly responsible. They brought you into the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I don't even say that. I mean I am a product of just like, you know, nothing to do and a half a bottle of Smirnoff. You know?
1: (laughs) That's pretty much what I am. Well, well, congratulations. (laughs) I'm sure you're very proud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh gosh. Well, what's well, good to have? Like my uh, mother's Mexican,
0: and my father's Irish. You think there was no alcohol involved? Come on.
1: <laughs> That's this is true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, uh, wow, we're off to a great start already. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, <laughs> we're back after a whole month, uh, guys. Uh, today we are we're covering some really cool stuff. Um, actually, it's going to be a short and sweet show, and I really do mean that to, this time. Josh and I, we've uh-huh. we've talked about this. We're, tr- we're going to try not to get too long-winded like we normally do. But uh, today we're changing it up. We have we're returning to the Archie series today. Um, we a long time ago, probably over a year and a half ago, my buddy Landon and I did a. Oh, there's my sunscreen in the background. <laughs> uh, we did a Archie show, um, and I think we had covered several issues. I think we had made our way all the way up to issue five of the Archie series. Which leads us to where we are today, which is Issue 6. And it's a cool one because it's a Leatherhead issue and it's a different take on Leatherhead than what we're used to. So we're going to go ahead and do a Ninja Pizza episode. I completely forgot that we had called those kinds of episodes Ninja Pizza episodes. But uh, we are officially on the Ninja Pizza episode number two. But, of course, we're just going to call this TurtleFlakes 87. Sorry, I don't mean to bore you with the details. But mm. I do want to apologize, guys, for the huge delay in um, recording... It's been a month, man. <laughs> That's all I can say. It has yeah. been a month. I have gotten some uh, – had some health issues. Um, I have two hernias right now. And the beginning of the month, in the beginning of September, I was in a lot of pain. And my hernias are still there. You can feel the protruding bumps on my sides. Uh, Go there's...
0: to the doctor. I know.
1: I know. Old Josh, he's been nice for once. He's been checking up on me. and Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to milk I don't want to edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see how the I I see the yeah, real reason. We're all just
0: putting it out on the table. I don't uh huh. Wanna...
1: I knew it. I knew it. You know, you're kind of like you're kind of like Bobby the Brain Heenan, and I'm more like Gorilla. I think on this
0: show. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do eat the turnbuckles every now and then. That's so like,
1: true. That's true. Uh, very good point. Yeah, I know
0: some wrestling. I know some wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Wait a minute. That was George the Animal Oh, Was it? He ate the turnbuckles. Oh, Dog? You see I don't, I don't right? know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you pretend to know. <laughs> yeah, I actually Just like this podcast. Video. It was like Bobby
0: the Brain. He, like, who is, <laughs> is the yeah. Bobby Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Mister Heenan. Um, uh, yeah. passed away this week. And uh, as a matter of fact, my buddy Landon and I were pulling a double header this morning. We're going to be doing uh, the Retro Junkies first show we've done in a year. Um, and I, I guess that's kind of uh, poor taste to promote one show of my or another show of mine on this one. But <laughs> I'm sorry. You can but anyways. It's, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about him on that show. Um, just just a great mind. But uh guys, um we're back. We're hopefully going to be at least weekly or bi-weekly for a while. I'm feeling yeah. much, much better. And uh, let me get the links out of the way real quick. So if you want to send us an email, our email is turtleflakespodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at turtleflakes. We have a Facebook group page, which has blown up, and i that's all a, a tribute to Mr. T himself, the main man over there. Uh, I know he's been talking about the Nick cartoon and the season finale lately, or the series finale lately. Um, yeah. We'll definitely have to talk about that at some point. Mm-hmm. So that group page is facebook.com slash group slash We have a hotline, the TurtleCom hotline, and it is 865-309-4875. If you just want to leave us a message, you can talk about anything you want to. Doesn't even have to be Ninja Turtles. <laughs> as long as it's as long as it's family friendly, we'll talk about it on the show. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I want to go ahead and uh, promote my buddy's show, Anthony Hernandez, who has been killing it with his artwork lately. He has a YouTube show called Totally Tubular Turtle Tuesday. Um, he goes by Bat Bomb eighty ah. two. Love his show. Love his show. It's on. Good stuff. Yeah. Yes. And have you seen his X Men Turtles crossover? Yeah, he the
0: one that, he's the one that does that.
1: Yeah, Anthony's been that. Doing that.
0: that dude's got some skill, man. I loved it. Yes, him. he my does. My favorite was the uh, Usagi and Silver Samurai crossover. I love it. Right,
1: that. that's my I, favorite too. That's the newest one. Yep. Ah, man, good Did he stuff do there, one for guys. Casey? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Who would Casey be in the X Men? Who
0: would Casey be, man? He's got it. You know, you'd have to make him like Colossus or something because he's the big strong guy. You know.
1: This ooh, Colossus Casey. Yeah, Casey, Colossus. The Colossus. Jump, you know. Ah. Uh sounds like a good wrestler name. Casey the Colossus yeah. Jones. Mm. Mm. Not bad, not bad. But yeah, uh, big shout-out to Mr. Anthony. He, he's a great dude, great Turtles fan, and I, I think his YouTube um, show is all family-friendly if you want to go check it out. Again, that is Totally Tubular Turtle Tuesday on YouTube. And two more links here. We're proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network, just a network of family-friendly shows. And... Uh, we are proud partners with the Retro Gaming Times magazine, who were kind enough to promote the Retro Junkies Network on their last issue, uh, and I wrote a review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three: The Manhattan Project for the NES. Kind of, yeah, love, love that game. I That's have to read my, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what it was is it was the first review I ever wrote for the magazine back in 2012, I think. and the theme of the magazine was all about reflecting, you know, on your first times with Retro Gaming Times Mm. and so I kind of wrote like a page or two beforehand just explaining, you know, how that memory still means a lot to me, how that game still means a lot to me, and how the magazine still means a lot to me, so if you want to check that out the 20th year anniversary of, anniversary issue of the Retro Gaming Times, you can find it at classicplastic.net slash TRT for the retro gaming times and let's see announcements um i don't really have anything today do you have anything you want to announce there joshitello or um Worksteady? no nah,
0: not really i don't i don't really know <laughs> nothing going on nothing going
1: on well um i might make muffins later you know just... that sounds delicious hey mail me some
0: Yeah, real quickly, I'm going to do a really quick recommendation. I, a couple of weeks ago, about two weeks ago, I picked up the uh, He-Man and Thundercats over from DC Ooh, Comics.
1: Ooh, that's good.
0: You know, I wanted to get this because of uh, Freddie Williams II, you know, because I love his art. He, no, was, the guy, he was the guy that drew the first Batman, TMNT crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved his artwork, and I don't give a rip about He-Man or Thundercats, they just... They don't really appeal to me. I mean, oh, they, really? aesthetically they do. Like, I love their designs. I love what the cartoons were going for. But I just never, I never watched it as a kid, and I didn't collect any of the figures. Um, you can watch He Man on He Man and uh, She Ra on Netflix. My babies love watching that, and That's it's cool. cool. I like it. I think He Man, especially Skeletor, nowadays is so much better as a meme. But. Um, <laughs> I've never seen Thundercats. I mean, I know about Thundercats. and But I read this book and because I thought, you know, if somebody's going to care enough about He-Man and Thundercats to actually publish a comic, it's got to be good. And, boy, is this comic book awesome. You know, it's yeah. just this huge battle between Eternia and Th- – uh, not Eternia. Yeah, Eternia and Third Earth kind of merge with Mumra and Skeletor. They kind of merge uh, consciousness – and just like lay the waste to Eternia and it's really cool. He-Man and Lion-O actually go dimension hopping through alternate universes and it's a, it's a really cool book. My one real complaint about it is I think they take a little bit too long to actually getting He-Man and Lion-O in the same issue together like right. side by side. Um, I know you've got to do a setup but when you've only got like five issues and it's issue three and you're finally getting together that took a little bit too long for me but it's really good love the art um, love just the sheer number of characters and every character gets their time to shine like I really love the fact that Panthro and Man at Arms have this like rivalry buddy cop relationship yeah. where actually <laughs> when Panthro finds out that Man at Arms first name is Duncan and he just makes fun of him for about an issue and a half <laughs> and then he and then they become friends and he just calls him Duncan you know I just I mm-hmm. think Man at Arms is the kind of guy who hates his first name, but he kind of lets him because, like, he respects Panthero
1: Yeah, he's like, he takes it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and I think it's hilarious that Tila and Chitara, they just, they cannot stand each other, but they work well together. <laughs> you know, I really like that. It's kind that. like us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> I can't stand you, but you're just. Oh, you're the worst. You know, I'm, I'm terrible. I understand that I'm a horrible person, yeah.
1: Well, sure.
0: But uh, but Josh, Witt, our collective hatred of Josh Wood is what That's true. Together, That's true. You know, so. We'll and do I really a crossover
1: like, if, it, if it means we can make fun of him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> with our powers combined, yeah. Right.
0: Uh but I really like how um He-Man and the differences between He-Man and Lion-O are like their best strengths of them working together. Like He-Man is so much stronger than Lion-O, but Lion-O is kind of He-Man is stronger, but Lion-O is technically more powerful. Like mm-hmm. just with the like the mystical powers that he have are kind of on par with He-Man, so that makes up for it. You know, so I, I really enjoy this book. It's a lot of fun to read. Um, and a super cheesy bad guy, you know, Skeletor and mumrah fuse together and become Mumator. Really? Oh, that's so Mumator? Awesome. <laughs> really? But but it's handled so well. And I love how Skeletor is that, like, he's like the one person in the whole series who's got, like, a normal person's personality. Of all of them, he's mm-hmm. got. Like, you guys realize how ridiculous this thing is, right? And it's just that <laughs> Skeletor. Is really, he's the one that really makes this book happen for me. I really like it. So, oh
1: yeah, I mean, every good series has to have a good hero and a good villain. Yeah, you know, everyone. I mean, Batman and Joker, Superman and Lex Luther, um, Turtles and Shredder, Turtles and Krang. You know, it's just yeah. you, you got to have if you have great heroes and weak villains, it's not going to sell anybody. And sometimes the villains are so good that you think about them before you think about the uh, the hero. And it's funny yeah. because anytime I think of uh, Masters of the Universe. I think of Skeletor first, and then I think of He-Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the one of the very few uh, characters that kind of dwarfs. His, he's more popular than the than the hero. You know? Yeah,
1: possibly, possibly, yeah. or at least hand in hand. Um, oh, I'd, I'd argue he's way more pop, uh, power, uh, popular. Them, I, I, You know, I, I think I, I tend to agree with you there. Um, and also, I, I I don't know if it's the fact that when I saw the figure as a kid, it scared me because I was really little. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I want yeah. a Skeletor, but he kind of scares me. And then his laugh, his laugh yeah. on a TV show. Oh, yeah. that scared me as a kid. I couldn't yeah. handle that.
0: And then you look at it, and as like a 30-year-old, and it's like, this dude, man, come on. <laughs> come on.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, cool, so, um, so you recommend that. You think it's a pretty good read? It's a really good read, yeah. I almost I almost went out
0: and bought a He-Man and Lion-O figure, but the ones that are available are stupid expensive.
1: Oh, I know.
0: And I, I know. just don't care enough about He-Man and Thundercats to do that. Uh, so,
1: I'm with you, I'm with you.
0: It's not like buying turtles, and it's just like, meh. I'll just buy comics. That's fine.
1: You know? <laughs> well, see, with the podcast, we can justify it. You know, like, well, yeah. you, we got We got to talk about it on the show one day, <laughs> honey. It's for Rob. You know, <laughs> I got to do it for Rob. You know, but see, but see, Josh created this segment. You know, the rad, um, rad, or was it ra- recommendation. radical recommendations? There we go.
0: Yeah,
1: he invented this segment so he could buy more stuff to talk about on the show. I know, I totally did. Yeah, <laughs> my wife saw through it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep.
0: But yeah, I mean, it definitely got me interested. It, it, I mean, reading this book it made me watch the uh, He-Man and She-Ra cartoons for the first time in my life. Uh, nice uh, on Netflix, yeah. And I, I bought this because I was under the impression that sometime within the next few months, year, maybe we're going to get Freddie Williams on the show. So I wanted to look at look at more of his art outside of Ninja Turtles.
1: Yes, uh-huh. sir. Yes, sir. I've, so. I'm hoping, hoping. Um, we're in talks not, right I'm now. I'm not
0: trying to put you on the spot or anything. No, yeah. no,
1: no, 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 no. We're, we're in talks right now. Um, we're hoping, Lord willing, if we can, maybe around late October or early November, um, have yeah. him on. It, it'd probably be a you know real short interview, but we yeah. wanted to talk about the original crossover and and just pick his brain because he's one of the greats. I mean, he is really talented at what he does. Yeah. I, yeah. I
0: it's it's so stylized his art and like. He seems like a really good – like his thing kind of seems to be let's just put so much just stuff on the page, but it's so easily identifiable.
1: Yeah, you know? right, right.
0: And it's kind of – he's kind of like when George Perez was in his prime on Teen Titans back in the 80s, you know? There were oh, he, yeah. They tell him to put like five characters on a page, and he's like, all right, well, whatever, and he put like 30 characters on a page.
1: <laughs> and what five? Like, would- You're getting 30.
0: yeah. Exactly. He, and people hated working with him. Just go on a quick tangent. People kind of hated working with George Perez because he would put so much into every page that his deadlines would have to be pushed back and back and back and back. Yeah. But but yeah, highly recommend He-Man Thundercats.
1: Hey, did she say pizza? So you live
0: in an antique store?
1: Yep. Pizza. Well, above, actually.
0: Well, I was going to give you guys a tour of the store. Ready? On to the figure review. I recently picked up... Okay, so I was going to also talk about the Toxic Crusader figures that I had been looking for at a cheap price for months now, and I finally got all the Toxic Crusaders. Yeah, they
1: look awesome, man. I saw those I know, pictures man. on Facebook.
0: I, I even looked at the cartoon, I was like, this is a horrible cartoon, but I realized I had to get them because not only are the <laughs> playmate figures that were put out at probably within 2 years of the original line being put out so they're in scale with the Ninja Turtle figures.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: a lot of the producers, artists and writers that worked on Ninja Turtles worked on Toxic Crusaders. So I just kind of figured like the uh, the toxic waste was just like messed up mutagen. I was like, "Okay, so <laughs> whatever." You know. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about those at least right now. I'll wait, but, till I, but I-,
1: I will say this though, man. I, based on the pictures I saw that you posted, you mm-hmm. can tell like they they belong in the early 90s right side by side with the turtles figures because they are vibrant they are neon yeah, they pop gross. like crazy they're gross yes yeah. so you can see so many similarities between the two um uh toy lines great stuff yeah
0: do. yeah and it, it and they're they're in my display case with the original figures because i mean they they're in scale they're a little bit taller than the turtles but they're like the same height as probably like a Casey Jones figure or a Muckman figure kind of kind of the bigger figures they had mm-hmm. um, but anyway this these figures I'm going to talk about here um, I actually got the Dark Ninja Turtles uh, Ooh, from the nice. 2003 series I had no idea about it because I mean I don't watch the 2003 series that much um, outside of this show when we have to
1: mm-hmm.
0: not when we have to but when we do talk about the right. episode I don't yeah, speaking really of which, our
1: next but, episode should be a 2003 show
0: yeah 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 think so um so i've been I, and i have been wanting to watch a little bit more of it just because i need to give it a better i mean i'm on a show called turtle flakes i gotta give it an honest try <laughs> uh, but these figures i wanted to get these because i i'm not really happy with the 2003 turtles uh figures oh really they're, yeah they're just at weird stances and i don't know how you get those things in a vehicle oh and they're I love, all I love the like, figures. they're all like super like crouched down and just weird looking they have
1: Really, I didn't know this. I, I, don't I never really knew that. Care,
0: I don't really care for him. Yeah, I mean, compared to, I mean, I know I'm biased, but compared to the original line of figures, who had the same points of articulation at the same spots, they just don't look like they're they don't look as dynamic as they do, and mm-hmm. as the original ones do. And but these dark turtles, and that's really what kept me from getting any of the 2003 series figures because I don't really care for any of them, you um, know. Uh, But I saw these figures, and they are, first off, they're huge figures. I mean, they dwarf the Ninja Turtles in that uh, line, in the 2003 line, which is in keeping with the cartoon, because I I watched the episode that the Dark Turtles are from. And for those that don't know, uh, myself included, the Dark Turtles are actually evil clones of the Ninja Turtles. And one really cool kind of Easter egg is the fact that the voice cast of the Turtles actually voiced the evil Turtles, the Dark Turtles here. How oh, cool! Uh, but they process their voice to make it sound deeper and gravelier and stuff like that. Um, except for Michelangelo, they just kind of kept Michelangelo's voice the way it is, and, which is funny. <laughs> uh, but they all just look really menacing and imposing, and they look, you know, they look like dark turtles. You know, they're evil Ninja Turtles. Like Le- the Michelangelo figure, he's got just this giant tongue, kind of like venom, just like wrapped out all the way out of hanging out of his mouth and just, like, foaming at, foaming at his mouth. He's got these really deep red eyes next to this set inside this orange skin. Um, Donatello is the biggest turtle. Um, he's the tallest one, very imposing-looking, this deep, deep, deep purple with these yellow eyes and yellow teeth. And they've all got these really, like, sharp, menacing, mean-looking mouths, you know, just full of just, like, razor-sharp teeth. And at his elbows, he's got these giant blades – Uh, Oh,
1: cool! That one looks awesome.
0: Yeah, that like just kind of hook up over over his shoulders, kind of a thing. And then the smallest one, believe it or not, is a Raphael figure. You know?
1: Wow, huh? Yeah, he almost has like a slash slash kind of pose there.
0: Yeah, he does, and it's he's the smallest figure because he's crouching the most because you know he's a puncher. That's what he does.
1: Uh, That's true. He's he's
0: He's got the nicest looking shell. I think he's got just this spiked looking. Like, oh yeah. These are just all mutated slashes, like mutated to the nth degree, kind of a thing. Man, and those are Leonardo, nice. I
1: really like those figures.
0: Yeah, I think Leonardo's got my favorite coloring, though. He's got like that
1: deep blue. Wow. Big shoulder pad there. Well, when which, when were they pad, released, not, Josh? Uh, you know, but whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So. Well, I was going to ask you when were they released because this has this had to have been
0: two thousand five. They were really they were part of the fast forward line.
1: Oh, okay. So, so that was, a, what was that was that two thousand five, two oh, thousand six? Okay.
0: Some, somewhere around that, around when the when the CGI movie came out, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Around that time. Go to ninja com, whatever it's called, and you can find yeah, it.
1: Somebody's probably shouting at us right now.
0: We're sorry. We don't know, eh? Yeah, just all I do is buy this stuff. Leave me alone. <laughs>
1: um, and play and with it in the, the
0: bathtub. To, I say the same thing to my wife. I just buy it. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, in her defense, in my defense, I mm-hmm. always ask her, can I get this? She's like, sure. Okay. All right, <laughs> and depending on how she says, sure, ah, uh, sure, maybe I can wait. Maybe <laughs> I wait.
1: Yeah, she says it like this. <sighs> sure, sure. You probably yeah, should I, wait.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna wait a couple of days. And <laughs> garen, nine times out of ten, you're gonna wait a couple of days, and you're gonna forget that you wanted them. You're gonna be like, nah, whatever. Right.
1: But well, I the know, worst, the worst one is just do whatever you want.
0: Just, it's, fine. it's just, right? it not fine.
1: It is, that not is fine. That is cease
0: and desist.
1: Uh-huh, that is, you know, you got to you got to know. You got to know the tones. But uh...
0: Yeah, I know. And I kind of think like just they're uh just on a quick tangent here. I think their little payback for that is what their answers or lack of answers when you ask them what they want to eat.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: You know, it's like, what do you want what do you want for dinner? Oh, ah, you know. Whatever you want.
1: Yeah, okay, what are you well, feeling?
0: I kind of want a cheeseburger again. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> well, It's not whatever I want then, you know. <laughs> You know, I kind of want bacon wrapped Twinkies. What do you think, honey? You know, just <laughs> well.
1: We had that <laughs> yesterday.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, these these turtles, you know, actually, I really do like these figures. I really love them. They these I knew these were awesome figures to have when they scared my son Isaac, my little two year old.
1: <laughs> Is that the test?
0: Yeah, it was like they they really did freak him out and it was hilarious cause it like blew his brain about those are the Ninja Turtles. Cause I just said, those are Ninja Turtles. No, no, they're not. Those are creepy. <laughs> All right. Those are creepy Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, I don't like the creepy Ninja Turtles. Oh, <laughs> but, um, they, uh, they have like, okay. So like, this is like the one complaint and it's not even my complaint. These are the one complaints I've had cause I've read reviews on these figures and everything. The one complaint that I see from some people is like Michelangelo and Raphael have the weirdest stance because they have these like bent knees and they're like kind of pointed out to the side, specifically Michelangelo here. Oh, yeah. Um, Doesn't make them hard to stand, but there's no articulation at the knees. So like he just kind of has to stand at this weird cockeyed angle. But um, it's not really a problem for me because. A lot of the Ninja Turtle figures have that weird design about them, about their yeah. legs. Something about early Ninja Turtle figures and standing is like <laughs> the weirdest kind of relationship you've ever seen.
1: Yeah, Shredder so, standing, it's impossible.
0: Sure, Shredder and the Foot Soldiers are the worst. Yeah. You know? Oh
1: yeah, I forgot about the Foot Soldiers. Yeah.
0: yeah. The Foot Soldiers, the Foot Soldiers are even worse than Shredder. You know? I agree.
1: I agree. But but, those but now, are- can I ask you something? Speaking what? of the foot soldiers, are they actually taller than Shredder, like the original Shredder?
0: Yes. Yeah, I thought
1: so, because in barely, my head I'm thinking...
0: Barely. Like, you were, like, splitting hairs there. Yeah, they're uh, okay. taller than them.
1: See, that's why Shredder was always uh, so angry, you know? He had a Napoleon complex.
0: Yeah, I know. He's one of those guys that, like, you know is not that tall, but they swear they're 5'10". <laughs> no, you're not. Hey, it sounds like me! <laughs> I know. It's like, no, dude, you're 5'9". You're five. Uh, it's well, Okay.
1: Well, you know, my students over the summer for some weird reason, maybe it's the the new boots I wear or something like that, they're like, man, Mr. Luther, did you get taller? So <laughs> I'm
0: like, yes,
1: I'm still growing. I got taller, yes. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, sweet. So what would you give these figures at a 1 out of 10 rating?
0: You know what? Um, I would give them, you know, man I would you know, for me man because I'd love these figures I'd surprisingly love them because they're just so different I would give these like a 9 out of 10 man I really would and I have to I have to give them a 9 because that's as high as I can go I can't give them a 10 even though I want to because they are there's just no touchstone for me with the sure. uh, 2003 series but a 9 9.95. Oh, right.
1: I was going to say it. You beat me to it. I was waiting for it.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, there is a lack of articulation. But this lack of articulation is what the tur- the early Turtle series is kind of known for.
1: And the design you know? makes up for it, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and like just the sheer size of these figures. Like, they just dwarf the Ninja Turtle, the regular Ninja Turtle action figures. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, this Donatello figure is like a six-inch figure. <laughs> and they just didn't make those back then, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and charge the requisite five dollars for them, or six bucks, or whatever it was. But you know, these I don't. I would venture to say that these aren't even action figures. These are like miniature statues that you can move around a little bit. You know, um, really, I've just I've I'm kind of blown away by them. I've never seen Ninja Turtles like these, and I probably never will again. No, I really I really think that for the collector, for the serious Ninja Turtles collector that just wants to get just whatever oddball Ninja Turtle figures you can, I would highly recommend you look these up on eBay. You know. Um I got the regular uncarded uh no no accessories kind of figures. I got them for um like around 9 bucks a figure. I think the most expensive one was Donatello and or no, uh Michelangelo was the most expensive one, and he was 15 bucks. So, not 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 that bad. I spent like with shipping, I spent like 60 bucks.
1: Oh, that's not bad. No, not at all. You know, um, and the 2003 figures—they just need more love. I, I no, we don't really hear a lot about those figures.
0: You know what? It, they need some. You need you need a light shed on them because you know even though they're not my figures, they're not the figures I get excited about. I I I still love I, them though. I do want to get some of those 2003 figures because like they made a nobody figure. If you're a fan of the Mirage comics,
1: oh yeah, from no, uh, uh, oh, was he from oh, Tails? Yes. The original Tales? Yeah. Yes. Well,
0: he is, he is in the Mirage comics, too. He started out in Tales, went to the Mirage comics, and then he uh. showed up in Volume 4. Um,
1: oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. Oh, yeah, my goodness.
0: And spoilers for Volume 4, but April O'Neill took over the mantle of nobody. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a nobody figure that I've got on my wish list on Amazon that I will get one day. You know, um, Like, you know how Scratch is the super rare figure from the 88 series Agent Bishop is a super rare figure from the 2003 series really yeah Agent Bishop with the accessories is a sought after collectible item
1: I'm surprised because he was such a big villain in that series
0: yeah and they didn't make a figure until way later with him like after I think like around the fast forward line even though he wasn't part of the fast forward series um I mean he wasn't in the fast forward line but he was around that time uh yeah, I mean, like, they've got not the best Rat King figure, but they've got a pretty cool Rat King, Rat King figure where he's got, like, weird cybernetic enhancements. Huh. Um, and their Usagi Ojimbo figure, to be honest, is kind of lame. You know, oh. he's got, like, one point of articulation. He swivels at the waist, and that's it. His arms are, like, out here with a sword in each hand, and you just kind of... Sw- he's like a McDonald's Happy Meal toy, where he just kind of... <laughs> you push a button at the back and he just kind of swings from side to side and it's like, "Really?" <laughs> but uh yeah, don't don't get that one. Get the one from the 2012 or the 1988 line. Get that Usagi that figure.
1: You know what we need to do after we hit our uh, 100 episode milestone or maybe even before, it doesn't matter, What's is that? um Kind of going with what you were saying a while ago, uh, themed episodes yeah. or themed themed months, I should say. Mm-hmm. One day we need to dedicate an entire episode to the Burger King toys, all of them, uh, or, or some of the like the the cool uh, Burger King um, glasses that they had for the the tur- Ninja Turtles and the kid okay. the cups. I think that'd be cool. A fast food episode dedicated to the yeah. turtles.
0: You know what, man? I, you're gonna have to lead the way on that one because I don't, I do not collect Happy Meal toys because like oh, see, I love that stuff. I know, man. I love them, too. But And I looked up old ha- – I mean, like, for uh, our wedding, uh, Nicole and I, our cake topper was a McDonald's Happy Meal toy of Batman and Catwoman. Uh, oh, wow. Cool. We had our regular cake with a cake topper uh, that was – not. that wasn't even a traditional one. It was a, a husband and wife, and they were skeletons. And then we had <laughs> a cake for the kids. And we had two wedding cakes, a wedding cake for the kids that was much smaller. And it was the Batman and Catwoman Happy Meal toys. That's cool. And when I was looking for those, I was looking at just Happy Meal toys, and man, they are expensive. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just looking at the wrong places, but just, like, you want to get, like, you know, wrapped up. I mean, you really think about these little two-inch pieces of plastic. Yeah. And they are just super expensive. They can be. Not all of them. It's not across the board. But it's just it's just not my thing. You know, but... We all have the same memories of just opening up. You, got, you went to McDonald's so you could get a toy. You didn't care oh, yes. about a cheeseburger. You know?
1: <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um,
0: I mean, that was, like, that I go was to, like I go to bonus. McDonald's nowadays and it's like, you know, number one extra value meal, super size, please. Uh, you know, <laughs> they get that big Mac attack. You know, but um, when I was a kid, it was all about meeting, you know, Mac the Knight. And I got the little Mac the Knight action figure. and <laughs> I love Mac the Knight. Yeah, man, loved him.
1: I had him was, on the skateboard.
0: He, yeah, I had the one. I had a uh, a car. It was a car with him on it. Oh yeah, I remember the car. Yep. But he was he was actually the reason why he's not with McDonald's anymore. He or he was like moved to the side was because he was more popular than Ronald McDonald. And they were like, nope, can't do it. Can't do that. Can't have that. You know? Wow.
1: So- See. Yeah. Because I remember they like they divided it. And like uh, Ronald McDonald was the mascot during the day, and then uh, during the nighttime hours, it was Mac Tonight.
0: Yeah, but he was hu- he was super huge with kids.
1: Yeah, because yeah. he was awesome looking, mm-hmm. you know. And- Do you remember the? Um, I'm sorry, this is way off topic. But you remember some of the monsters that they had, the mascots they had? Uh, what was the What was the name of the one? I think she was a girl. She almost looked like Thing from the Addams Family.
0: Oh, uh, okay. You're talking about McDonald's, right?
1: Yes, McDonald's. Okay. Yes. Well, they
0: had the they had the fry kids. Which, those look like Cousin It. They were, like, little just puffs.
1: That might be what I'm thinking of, yeah. Those
0: are the those are the uh, the Fry Kids. Those are the little ones.
1: And then nah. Grimace, the big purple guy.
0: Grimace was the purple guy. There was the Hamburglar. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Who just, like, how did they not make a comic book out of these characters? Uh, you had,
1: know, they made it about everything else. I'm surprised that hasn't happened.
0: They had some really cool video games, too, for Sega and Super Nintendo. Man. Yeah. Like the Ronald McDonald video games were surprisingly good platformers.
1: Um, <laughs> I heard Mick Kids wasn't all that great, but you know, yeah, whatever. You, you can't <laughs> you can't beat them all, you know. But uh, that's true. yes.
0: And then there was another one who she was a bird. She was a pilot, and it was a girl. and I cannot remember her name.
1: I think I think that's what I'm thinking of actually.
0: Yeah, she was a bird, and she was uh she was a pilot, and I can she had that weird like old school leather uh, pilot's cap with the goggles on it.
1: And, oh yeah yeah i remember yeah
0: and then they had the chicken nugget kids the nuggets that would just the nuggets bounce <laughs> around and those were the happy meal toys that i loved the most was the the uh the nugget figures
1: yeah they were cool i, I wouldn't I mind them. having
0: those and they're transformers ones that like you know uh, this big mac contain like the old school yes foam uh quarter like pound pancake thing turned into like an alligator or something yes and- yeah, there was
1: like a fry one a pancake one
0: Yes, yeah, the yeah, yes. sausage and pancake uh, for, container. I
1: forget what they were called. Uh, maybe they are just called the Little Transformers.
0: Transformers. I, don't know. It's, I think it was Transformers, yeah, but they turned into animals.
1: Mick Transformers.
0: Mick, for- Mickformers, wasn't Mick Formers,
1: wasn't it? it Mick It could be Mick it If it wasn't, awesome it should
0: form. be. You know, I don't know. Yeah. That's what it should be. But, <laughs> yeah, but the 2003 series of figures, you know, they definitely do need to get. They're not for me, but I. that doesn't mean they're not for. I mean, like, I'm sure Thaddeus knows. Uh, he seems yeah. like the 2003 guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, I, I think I think that's his. Well, I don't know if it's his favorite series, but I, I, I he knows a lot about it.
0: Yeah, see, mine was, just, and I'm I'm a little bit older than Thaddeus, and mine was the '88 series, you know, mm-hmm. because like mm-hmm. like I said, when uh, uh, the 2003, that was a year after I was in high school, and a little brief history about me: I worked a midnight job from 2002 to 2005, so I didn't watch TV during the day because I was asleep. Yeah. And um, in 2005 to 2009, I was in the army. So that whole run of that series, I didn't watch TV. I didn't watch TV for like seven years. It was awesome. I got, oh, a, lot I got, <laughs>
1: yeah, so got a lot done. Yeah, got a lot done that time.
0: You know? <laughs> and uh, so I missed that whole series. I didn't even know it was a thing until like I was, on, I remember being on leave and I walked into Walmart and I saw like Ninja Turtle figures. I'm like, wow, those are really cool. Yeah, I'm not going to buy any. <laughs> yeah, walking through the like I'm on my way to the beer aisle. Let's be si- Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, hey, look at that turtles. They're back. Yeah. Eh, Good for them. That? Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> you know, so, uh, these dark turtle figures, I would definitely recommend looking for them. Uh, if you're a box only collect, I've looked them up like in box, you're going to pay like around a hundred bucks, 60, 60- 60 60- to a hundred bucks per figure in box, on card, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I would recommend getting them loose. Don't even care about the accessories because none of them have like clip on accessories that you would need. Like, you know, Muckman or Baxter Stockman. You don't got to worry about any of that. Um, but if you're an accessory on card kind of guy, then you're going to be, you're going to pay a little, a little bit of a heftier price. So be prepared. Get what you want.
1: Absolutely, man. Well done. Well, it sounds good, man. Well, we have, I think we have just enough time to, uh, review our comic. What do you say? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, I'll tell you what, though before we before we talk about it, man, I, I need to get a slice of pizza, man. What do you say we go to Ninja Pizza?
0: Yeah, man, I I have not eaten so, and it was by design. I'm ready.
1: All right, all right, sounds good. Welcome to Ninja Pizza, home of the nice slice. All right, head Well, uh, place hasn't changed much since uh, since we left. Uh, the guys still look pretty shady back there, but uh, man, I don't know what to eat. What what are, you, what are you feeling today?
0: Man, as long as those guys are washing their hands, I don't really. I <laughs> it looks like yes. that kind of
1: place where they're just they might not. It's
0: questionable, but you know what? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember seeing this place when I was a kid, man, and I always wanted to know what a sashimi pizza was. So I got to try that one out.
1: Yes, I know, I know. You know, I always wanted... Uh, this sounds so stupid, but... Uh, Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shredder one time, I think it was in Ninja or It was in one pizzeria in the original cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I think it was maybe in the, even in the first season or maybe early second season. Mm-hmm. Shredder, he gets his claws and he like uh, dices up this dough. And then he throws this net of dough at somebody. To go Have and, a uh, donut. Dough- yeah. yeah, he's like, have a dough yeah. And I'm thinking, mm, that would be really good with some cheese on it. Man, okay, a, so you want you just want fried dough. Kind of, you know, it, a yeah. dough with a little bit it's like a it's like a waffle pizza. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. instead of waffle fries, it's waffle pizza. Waffle pizza,
0: yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, see, maybe we're on something here. That
0: was in the second season, yeah, I remember that. Have a donut.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh shady guy over there, get us a donut, huh?
0: Yeah, that's that's not how that works, but okay, fine. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> uh or you know what? You can make mini donuts. Uh like, you know, you could get a dozen donuts
0: or a baker's yeah, why dozen. Not? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's kind of like an elephant ear with with
1: mozzarella on it. Man, I like it. I think so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's get let's get a donut. Let's get a donut. All right, sounds good. Well, guys, today we are um traveling back in time to November of 1989, I think. Let me pull up my show notes. I think that's right. Yeah, November. <laughs> yeah, and we are covering um issue six of the archie adventures comics and this issue title is called of turtles and stones and mary bones interesting uh, interesting title there uh <laughs> so i think at this time the issues the archie issues they weren't they weren't monthly but they weren't quite bi-monthly either they were there was eight issues published each year during this time in 1989 and the plot was done by Ryan Brown and Dean Clorain, a.k.a. Um, Stephen Murphy. Big, big uh, part of the series. And also the artwork, which I absolutely love, um, was done by uh, Ken Matroni. I think. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking that. Mm-hmm. And he is a mainstay in the series. Although, every now and then, Jim Lawson was kind of a fill-in guy for the artwork. And, um, you know, both both are great uh, for their own reasons. But I really like Ken Camitroni because he captures the cartoon tone of this comic. I mean, yeah. it's a nice change from the seriousness of the Mirage series at this time. And Archie just, you know, it's for kids. Let's be honest. And sometimes I just love to give a little love to the funnier, lighthearted stuff, too. And I really like this issue. I do. And... It's very different. Leatherhead, is, is his origin is very, very different from what we're used to. But I think it actually works okay. I really I think do.
0: The, I think this is the best origin for Leatherhead. You know, I kind of... Really? I kind of like that he's not a mutant.
1: Right. I, I like that. But the only thing I don't like about it, um, and we'll, we'll talk more about it, is um, the fact that he's not a genius. I like the spin from the original Leatherhead that he was... He was smart. You know, it was kind of like breaking that stereotype that if you're big and hulking, you must be dumb. You know, yeah. it, it, he you're was a like big hulking. Uh, yes, and it wasn't the original Mirage, the Tails um, Leatherhead, smart too?
0: You know, honestly, I've never read a Mirage book with Leatherhead in it.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's one of the later Tails issues, Tails 8 or 9. Yes, uh, so I, I, know, don't, I don't
0: know anything about Tails, man.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Outside of the Rat
0: King issue, I don't I don't know much about it.
1: I want to say now, I, uh, guys, I'm going from memory here, so if I get this wrong, I do apologize. But I I think around issue three or four was Rat King, and then after that was Nobody, and then after that was Leatherhead. So you yeah. had some really cool debuts of iconic characters in the series mm-hmm. that would later go on to be in the main run of Mirage. And I'm pretty sure from memory that he was brilliant too i'm just going from what i remember reading from the mirage series at
0: least comparatively i mean like to the car right. stuff
1: like that absolutely and he wasn't so um uh he, he wasn't, wasn't, wasn't trying to stereotype. cook everybody you know <laughs> for his gumbo yeah you got gonna love my new gumbo yeah. yes i know he was always about that gumbo yeah so so anyways, um, just, just beautiful artwork. I mean, this is basically a cartoon in paper form. Mm-hmm. And I've got the second printing here in my hand here. And it's actually in pretty good shape. Love the cover. Very colorful. Love the colorist here. I th- I want to give a little shout to the colorist. It looks like Barry Grossman did the colors here. Yeah. And, yep, sure enough, it says published eight times a year in February, March, May, July, September, October, November, and December. So, okay. Weren't quite bi-monthly, but close. So, starts off with an interesting scene here. The very first page, it says, I was born Jess Harley, born and raised on the bayou. And I always think of uh, CCR when I hear that, read that line. I know, yeah. And we get Jess Harley sneaking in the swamp, trying to get into this witch woman's hut. He's always known about it, was always afraid. And I can't say I blame him. The, the woman has skulls on her dock human skulls, and he sneaks in there. The lights are on, so it's kind of a strange thing he would go in there with all the lights on, but anyways, he sneaks in there and he sees, first of all, he sees a skinned alligator on the wall and a candle on there, and it looks like a little dinosaur mirror in the, <laughs> in, the in the top right corner, top right corner of the top panel.
0: The thing that you really page. gotta look out for to know that this is a bad place is right next to that dinosaur mirror is a, j- is a mason jar full of eyeballs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like,
0: what is this chick doing? Why are you here? You're not that. <laughs> Jess Harley. He, the whole reason he's breaking into this place is so he can steal stuff and sell it because he's poor.
1: Right, but why wouldn't you just steal a you know a radio or something or a stereo? I mean, not, not that we're advocating stealing.
0: Yeah, I know, but uh, but there's cars everywhere, especially in the <laughs> '80s. They didn't have car alarms, you know. Right. You know, or like every car did not have them, you know.
1: But they did have uh, what was that? I remember infomercials about it all the time. The thing oh, that you lock on your the club, what? the club. That's yeah. it. Where you locked yeah. it on your steering wheel?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> the know, club. I mean, you don't have to steal the whole car. You know, just <laughs>
1: true, true, yes.
0: All I wanted was the radio, but I had to take the whole thing. You know, so <laughs> buy one get one. You know, so...
1: right? So he walks in there. He's like, "Oh man!" And we get a really good inner monologue here. Doesn't look like anyone's around. Figured there must be something of value here. Yeah. And that's when he sees this this huge crystal, which we'll find out well not crystal, but it's like a crystal ball. He takes that and he runs out and he goes to New York City. And boy, the New York City artwork is great. I love the backgrounds here. Such I love how some
0: contrast. Nah. Boy, it
1: it certainly is. I'm glad you brought that up because we get this dingy, dark, scary swamp to this vibrant, huge, colorful city with all these different cartoony people. Looks really cool. Uh, Kimatroni's a man. It,
0: it's really cool how like everything in Louisiana was uh like all sticks and wood and <laughs> grass and just everything's organic and then you go to and it's dark and then you go to New York and it's all bright and made out of concrete yep. and stone and everything and that's reading way too much into it, but that's just something I'm noticing now. It's like,
1: oh. Yeah, I like it. I really do. I love cartoony artwork like this. Reminds me of Sunday Comics. Reminds yeah. me of the original cartoon. Yeah, I love for the Mirage. It's apples and oranges, guys. Uh, I love Mirage for its own reasons. I love Archie for its own reasons. Um, so this is just a nice contrast here. This, so, is,
0: this is my favorite art style for Turtles, just ever. This and Mattias Santaluco, you know?
1: Really? No yeah. kidding. Archie's I your would, favorite.
0: I would love to see this style come back you know because i mean it wow. it it's, it harkens to the original animated series which is still my favorite but it does its own thing with it you know i love i love it you know it's great i, I love the it's so hard to make something look simple sure and they do that every issue you know
1: yeah it's like, yeah it's like a classic cartoon episode every issue exactly. uh, that's an interesting point man you bring that up so here's a cool little th- spot here. So the guy, he's trying to look for some kind of pawn shop, wh- whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just completely overwhelmed by how busy the city is. Yeah. And doesn't he, like, try to – there's, like, a fender bender or something like that in, in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he tries to get out of the way. And yeah. uh, he he well, drops the at, ball. He's at a
0: crosswalk. And That's what it was. He, a cab, uh, rear ends another car, and he's walking away from it because he sees a cop, and it's not even a cop that's even paying attention to him, but he knows that there's a cop there, I've got something stolen, let me just turn around. And as he and that's where you know fate intervenes, because as he turns around, he bumps into the Ninja Turtles, who are yeah. waiting to go get some food. And he, it's just like one of those accidental things, they don't even realize they bumped into him. And he drops the crystal ball. And the thing that's funny is, if you read the last issue, issue 5, they're walking they finally just arrived in new york from new jersey because they went to the aquarium in new jersey and ran into the guy who turned into ray fillet
1: or that's right that's right Yeah. yeah in the last uh issue yeah
0: yeah it's so funny like with this comic like the first after the uh adaptation of the first week of ninja turtles cartoons the right. next series like takes place over the course of a week, and you, they meet the entire Animals team, you know, <laughs>
1: because in the issue after this they meet Wingnut,
0: you know. Or yes, two, that's right. Two issues later, they meet Wingnut.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is actually the beginning of a new story arc too, with with Leatherhead and and yeah. that crystal ball.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, and way anyway, he bumps into the Ninja Turtles and drops the crystal ball, and it goes into a storm drain.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I love that, the fact that he bumps into Turtles. And I love, uh, I, I always assume that's Michelangelo, even though he's got a blue scarf on, or blue uh, toboggan on. He goes, hey, look, there's the pizzeria! Well, he so, bumps into
0: Leonardo. Because Leonardo's got that blue mask on. He's got the on.
1: bandana, and then right to his right, I guess. There's be, Michelangelo. Yes. I'm pretty, yeah, that's who I thought it was. So, yeah, it falls into the storm drain, and the guy's like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to get that. And I love, I love this scene. <laughs> Where the the turtles are ordering their pizza.
0: Oh God, this I is. I
1: love this scene.
0: Can I can I go over their order real quick? Please go ahead. I promise to read it real quick.
1: No, okay. no, no. I was I was gonna do it if you weren't.
0: Okay, so Leonardo says to this ticked off, overworked uh, counter lady.
1: Yeah, they, what you want, hon?
0: Exactly. She's smoking <laughs> a cigarette while she's making while she's making pizza. So Leonardo says, "I'd like your largest whole wheat with mushrooms, onions." Peppers, black olives, and cheese. And then Donatello says, extra cheese, lean ground beef, and a smattering of sweet Italian sausage. And, and Michelangelo says, pepperoni. Lots of pepperoni. And lots of rhubarb and kiwi fruit and fried clams and peanut butter (laughs) cups. And Michelangelo says, and hey, if it's no problem, could you hold on the onions on one quarter of that? And this lady (laughs) is mad. She's just
1: like, I hate my job.
0: Yeah, she's gonna throw that cigarette <laughs> in your pizza, and just you know, one of you's eating the Marlboro later. <laughs> Jess Hartley is ch- uh, is uh, chasing this uh, crystal ball down into the sewer drain, into the storm drain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J- 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 okay. So oh, he- and
1: by the way, that bat on page seven.
0: Yeah, that bat is huge. I wonder if that. Well, no, never mind. I wonder if that's like foreshadowing because that might be like, hey, Wingnut's coming soon you know yeah
1: cause that I mean like to scale with him like that bat is like half his size I know
0: yeah but, <laughs> but like Wingnut's another one who's not a mutant he never was a mutant he's a, he's an alien
1: this is true um, yes.
0: and I was just looking ahead I've got the IDW published graphic novels here this is what I oh, nice for the, for the uh, animated for the adventure series
1: those but collections next, are nice what's that said so those collections are nice. I'd like oh, to collect those eventually.
0: Yeah, this is this is what's saving me money from getting the original issues. Um, but like the next issue, uh, Leatherhead fights Ace Duck, and then the issue after that is Wingnut and Screw Loose. So I was like, oh god, this is just if a Retro <laughs> Turtles fan, this is
1: the yeah got to follow. Yeah, I mean this is a good series of comics right here, and this is still within what this is only issue six. I'm sorry, not yeah. seven. Yeah. Um, so you know we're getting some really classic. Uh, characters here in these few issues,
0: and what I like about it is like they tell you they t- actually surprisingly they tell surprisingly mature stories for it yeah. being the animated series, you know, mm-hmm. because they were give they they were told Ryan Brown and Jim Lawson and all of them they were told like just adapt the first
1: couple of episodes of the cartoon, and after you do that, feel free to do whatever you want. Yeah, and that's and- exactly what happened. I mean, that's why this this series ended up being over seventy issues. Yeah. Along, I mean, it, it really, it wouldn't have done that. I honestly think it probably wouldn't have got over about twenty issues if they just did adaptations of the cartoon episodes.
0: Yeah, because what's so, the point? You know, I've, yeah, right, right. Everybody would have figured out, like, oh, I can. Just, this is the cartoon I watched on Saturday. Why am I? Why yeah, am I? Why, it twice? You know. Yeah,
1: true. Very true. Yeah. So, so um, oh, you go ahead, Jose. No, no, no.
0: So, uh, Jess Harley goes down into the sewers and he actually recovers the crystal ball, and then a lady wearing an alligator skin pops up, materializes behind him and says, what you got there, Harley? (laughs) And give me my ball back. Yeah. She says, that's (laughs) something that doesn't belong to you. And so she takes it from him. And then she says to him, listen, Jess, Harley, and listen well. And this is Mary Bones, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, She's, she's an actual witch. Like, he talks, Jess Harley talks about how when he was a kid, everyone was told to stay away from that house that Mary Bones lives in because she'll, she'll do something. And she, he always thought it was just a story that was told the kids to keep him away, but he never suspected that she was actually a witch. And she says that this is no ordinary gem. This is the turnstone, a device of great power capable of awesome change. Some call it a directional thought trans trans-anima- animator, which means it ma- it makes your thoughts a reality. So yeah. this is like a super dangerous weapon here. If in the wrong hands, you know. Uh, yep. Which, come to think about it, later that might be a thing we might have to talk about. Oh yes. But as a punishment for stealing from her, she turns Jess Harley into Leatherhead in a pretty awesome transformation sequence that just takes a couple of panels oh yeah oh yeah you and uh i grab onto his face and then you see his eye change and then his skin changes color and then it's leatherhead
1: yeah great shot and you know even though it's cartoony i think it's a gorgeous shot that that uh, page 11 where it's just her and leatherhead and Leatherhead's completely transformed we see him the way we know him yeah (laughs) can i say something about the witch
0: Oh, say what? It's a cliche for a reason. It works. Oh, He's yeah. He's, like, on his knees yelling
1: in the sky. No! No! no. Yeah, he was, he was pulling the Darth Vader no before. It was cool. Yeah. It was this it was the cool. only
0: time it was cool.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, the witch, she reminds me of one of those EC characters. You remember from, oh, there was, like, the Crypt Keeper. There was there was another one, like, oh, yeah. the Sorceress. Mm-hmm. She looks like one of those classic 60s horror comic witches like a jack uh, oh. kirby
0: character you know
1: yes yeah exactly exactly she's just the art style at least her face yeah so she flat out leaves him in his transformed state
0: and names, kind of and names him leatherhead
1: yeah that's right that's I right make,
0: she says i make you a leatherhead you know
1: <laughs> a leatherhead yeah uh and and uh you know she says you were both stupid and brave to take what was not yours jess harley and thus, I make you both less and more than what you are. So, that kind of makes the implication that he's still kind of dumb and brave at the same time. <laughs> but, is, um, you know, that kind of is a contrast to the character we know in the Mirage series. Mm-hmm. So, is, is, here's is, where I, I
0: was... I'm sorry, is Leatherhead really a dumb guy? Because I don't think he's dumb. I think he was just no. acting out of... He did a dumb thing. But he's just yes. acting out of necessity. You know? Yeah,
1: he's tired of being poor. I mean, I, huh. you know, that doesn't justify what he did, but... That doesn't make him dumb either.
0: But you know that happens every day. Like people turn to crime because they just can't get a job. You know, just some people that's true. just cannot get work. Yeah. And I mean at least this guy wasn't selling dope or something like that, you know. But
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. If anything so this he... is
0: a great anti theft lesson. Like never steal, man, because that could be a witch who turns you into leatherhead. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think that's what it's secretly, you know, this was for kids. Maybe that's what they were trying to say. These were
0: our moral uh our moral uh, storylines, like, you know, mm-hmm. our parents had Hansel and Gretel. We had Ninja Turtles, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so here's where it, things get a little um, crazy. Like, it took me a minute to kind of figure out what was going on here. So uh. she disappears just as Leatherhead lunges for, lunges for her, and then he crashes through a sewer wall and then just falls down these floors, I guess, on the other side of that wall. That eventually crashes through the ceiling of the technodrome, which was underneath New York City. Yeah, well, it's—is
0: uh, it the technodrome or yeah?
1: Oh no, no, actually, no, it's not. Is it? It's Shredder's sub
0: from the last issue.
1: That's right, because the technodrome's still in Dimension X because of something that happened, I think, in issue three. Yeah, I can't remember uh, exactly what had happened. Well, they
0: got but, spoilers uh, for this thirty-year-old comic. They they sent it back to te- Dimension X. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah, that's right because. During that time they were following the, the cartoon. Yeah. And at the end of season one, I think. Was it season one where season one. they were sent to Dimension X? Yep. The end of season one okay. okay. I wanna conquer <laughs> <laughs> So you know, the the Shredder and Bebop and Roxy, they're conveniently there and they they just literally see uh, Leatherhead drop in. Mm-hmm. And of course Leatherhead or uh, Shredder's very clever. He's no he's no dummy, at least in this issue. Until maybe yeah. the end, I could argue, but uh, but he's, he's very cunning here. Uh, and he oh, says, he's manipulative,
0: mm. man. Yeah.
1: Very, yeah. Plays on Leatherhead's insecurities, plays on Leatherhead's um, suspicions, and he goes, hey, uh, this evil witch you're talking about, I know all about her because these four evil turtles lead mutants, or lead people to this witch to become mutated. Yeah. So, why don't we stop these evil turtles... And then maybe we can find a way to get you unmutated. This is all Shredder's idea, which yeah. is not a bad idea.
0: But it's still kind of dumb how he does it, where he says, "Look at what they did to Bebop and Rocksteady here." Why Rocksteady used to be an accountant, <laughs> and he's and even Rocksteady's like, "I am not smart enough to be an accountant." What are you talking about, dude? You could have said, "What do we count?" You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, or, or you are know, bouncers or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Uh,
0: yeah, and p used to be a real estate agent is what it says. He was like, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> what, we what were the fake estates? They've even got question marks above their heads where they're like, what? What's talking about? Yeah, just...
1: yeah. But they don't, to their credit, they don't say anything because I think they're too slow to figure it out that he's lying or anything. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Leatherhead's like, hmm, well, then maybe we should go get these turtles. Yeah. And Shredder's like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So they see the turtles on one of the monitors that uh, Shredder's been tracking the turtles with, and they're on their cheapskates, cheapskate. skate love those cheapskates. I yeah. had one myself. Do you still um, have one? I think so, somewhere. Uh, I've got one in a desk drawer. So. Yeah, I think I've got one somewhere, too. Uh, I've got a, I got think I've got a whole box full of the vehicles that I just have no place to put them right now. Right, yeah. Um, so eventually the turtles, they go down to—oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Shredder— uh, meanwhile in Dimension X, Shredder's like, "Hey, uh I got an idea." Well actually before that, Shredder's watching Intergalactic Wrestling with Ace Duck, a super Ace buff Duck. version of Ace Duck.
0: Foreshadowing. yeah. No
1: kidding. Yeah. It already assuming. had a wing nut foreshadow, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. That's right, Giant Bat.
0: Yeah, and Shredder's doing this whole thing because Him and Krang, Him and Krang want to get the Turnstone. So,
1: yes, absolutely. And Krang's convinced that that that, that Turnstone is from a different planet for possibly um uh, his home planet. And he's like, oh, we got to get that stone. We got to get out of there. Maybe maybe we can get this Technodrome back on Earth or whatever whatever he wants. I can't remember his whole yeah. motivation. Um, but bottom line is he wants that stone. And he definitely encourages Shredder to overpower the turtles to get the stone.
0: Yeah, so, Crank wants to get the stone so he can restore his original body.
1: That's what it was. Okay, yeah, yeah thank you.
0: And Shredder says, I'll get the turnstone, but you, I've got to get the turtles first. So.
1: Right, right. So so they're both after um the turtles. So Bebop and Rocksteady show up and like jerks they throw the cheapskates over the the overpass in the sewer.
0: Yeah, they're fighting on this I don't know how many sewer bridges there are. I mean maybe there are a lot. But yeah, they're fighting I don't know. It's a really cool like it, it's a cool sounding battle anyway, with the turtles fighting Bebop, Rocksteady, and Leatherhead. You know?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great great fight scene here. Leatherhead, you know, he's like evil jerks. Right. Yeah, I like how the terms like, why are they calling us evil jerks? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> evil jerks. It took me weeks oh, yeah. to build those cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then here's your favorite part, Roxton. It says, too bad, hosers.
1: Oh, I know. He says hoser in this one. I was like, I didn't even know hoser was a, uh, like, American term. <laughs> I thought that was all strictly Canadian.
0: Well, you know what? New York is only a couple hours away. New York City is a couple hours away from uh, Canada.
1: Yeah, true. Maybe some you know. of the... Maybe the hosers, uh, they moved down south, eh?
0: I mean, the reason, like, so many people say hoser around... I, li- I live in Minnesota. I'm literally two hours away from the Canadian... You guys work. basically are Canada. Yeah, I mean, like, Canad- every weekend, the malls are packed with can- with Canadians because there's n- in North Dakota, there's no tax on clothes or on, fo- oh. on food and cigarettes. But then in Minnesota, there's no tax on clothing. So they're in here every weekend just
1: stealing our stuff,
0: man, white people. You know? <laughs>
1: anyway... Uh. Uh, so Raphael's trying to rationalize with Leatherhead. He's like, hey, man, uh, why do you keep calling these people jerks? And eventually he explains. He says, uh, what? Those two were common criminal goons mutated by the Shredder in order to beat us. See? Yeah. And he's like, it's funny scene because Leatherhead looks and he's go- he goes, yeah, those guys kind of are idiots, aren't they? <laughs> because uh, cause Rock City goes, yeah, uh, use toitals of stew meat now total soup meat i'm like hmm that doesn't sound like a real estate agent or yeah. an accountant
0: <laughs> <laughs> their backstories are not lining up with what i'm seeing here so
1: right right and now here's one thing i really like because this is definitely where you see the contrast or definitely another contrast you see in archie is leon leonardo kicks rocksteady off the overpass which would probably kill him yeah and mirage leonardo probably would just let that happen let him go Yes, but the Archie Leonardo's like, whoops, I didn't mean that. I gotcha. And he grabs Rocksteady. And, of course, Rocksteady in typical heel fashion. uh, As soon as he gets back up, he's like, oh, thanks, you saved me. And then he punches him right in the gut. Yeah. And then. (laughs) sucker, Yeah, sucker. What is he, Booker T? (laughs) Uh, So, Raphael, he kind of has this, like, sly look. Like, now now he's the jerk. And then Shredder shows up uh finally leatherhead's starting to figure out wait a minute these guys are too stupid to be what shredder says they are they were and he's so angry and frustrated uh he's like you know what you tricked me shredder uh you know you never wanted to change me back into a human being and shredder <laughs> he doesn't even hide he's like yeah you're right yeah you're right yeah he's like Correct. yeah you, you knew me all along and the turtles are like hey man maybe we can help he, and out of frustration jess harley he's just like you know what i don't want to deal with any of you guys i just want to be left alone which seems to be a recurring theme with Leatherhead. and he stomps on the bridge and everyone's like no the bridge so this must be a very weak bridge if he can just stomp fall fall through so he falls off the overpass Mm -hmm. and i like how concerned bebop and rocksteady are in that like the second to last page they're like he's gone and then the next panel they just walk away casually.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you know, what can you do? But like, I, yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> I kind of like Bebop and Rocksteady here because I kind of get the impression that they're in way over their heads with Shredder. Yeah, which, true. Shredder's trying to kill people, and Bebop and Rocksteady is like that. That's not really what they're about, I don't think. You know?
1: No, no. I think they're just goons that like to beat people up, and not necessarily kill.
0: Yeah, anybody. they like to fight, but they're not going to kill anyone. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. And then, once again, third third time's a charm. You know, they work in threes here. The turtles, they, they see um, Shredder and Bebop and Roxy storm off, and they all look at them and go, jerks. Jerks. And then the, the turtles leave. And here's an, uh, this is interesting. It ends on a cliffhanger here. So yeah. Raph goes, hey, look, a light. And they go, who are you? And it's the um, sorceress, uh, Mary Bones. She's mm-hmm. back. And she says, indeed, warriors of good. More not for Leatherhead. For while it appears you may have lost this confrontation, take heart in the knowledge that in the final conflict, victory shall be yours. And Raph's like, what are you talking about? What final conflict? And then at the very last panel, Leonardo goes, I don't know. It's like good and bad news. And then Raph, in despair, goes, what is that? And points. And then, of course, we get the classic, almost like, yes, the radio serial, to be continued next week or next month, should I say, in in this case. And we have no idea what he's seeing there. And, of course, we know later after the fact. Mm. So uh, so that's it, man. That was issue six. Uh, again, November 1989. Really fun issue. Uh, great artwork. The colors really popped. Um, story was fun. Very unique. I love the fact that they changed up the origin story of uh, Leatherhead, Mr. Yeah. Jess Harley. So, uh, what are you thinking about this issue, Jose?
0: You know, I really enjoy it. I'm a huge Leatherhead fan. I always... I mean, this series is the reason why I never really think of Leatherhead as a villain. You know, even when you see him in the cartoons, it's just like, yeah, he's just doing what he has to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I always... I, I think of Leatherhead and I think of Slash, and they're always villains because the, because the toys and the video games told us they were. But if you read the comics, you find out that they're actually good guys. They always were good guys. And... Again, everybody's got their own. uh, uh, They've got their own favorites, but this is mine. You know where they are—just misunderstood, frustrated, good people who got turned into something else. And like Mm -hmm. Slash is an alien from Dimension X who had his whole race extinct or extinguished by Krang, and eventually they all formed the Mutanimals. Man, I I really—this is the origins of the Mutanimals, where you've got uh, Ray Fillet, Leatherhead wing nut and a couple issues mondo gecko and a couple more issues and then jaguar and dreadmon and eventually you'll have slash and i really like the next issue because there's this really cool fight between Ace stuck and leatherhead and oh yeah you know i won't give anything away but it's it's super fun it's a lot of fun to watch it's really funny uh but yeah i i, I adore this series like this is I was taking the IDW series off the table because it's already it's still because I don't want to include that yet because it's not done all the other issues all the other volumes are completed or as complete as they're going to be this is probably the best one outside of the IDW series you know it's got it's a nice mixture of everything that I love about the turtles it's the original cartoon it's the skeleton frame of the original cartoon but it's got more mature storylines like volume four, but it's got a little bit of the violent nature of volume three or of, of, uh, of volume one. And it's got just the, it's got the courage to take chances like volume three did. Volume three made a lot of people mad, not because like quality. I mean, I still don't think quality was a factor in volumes.
1: No, three. I, I think, don't either.
0: I think they just made so many radical decisions that people just weren't ready for, you know, like if, The IDW series was in 1995. People would have hated it, you know, and they would, (laughs) and it would have been canceled after 30 issues, like uh, Ah, the is, you know. And because it was so different from the cartoon.
1: And let's be honest, you know, timing is a big part of it too. I mean, at this time, the cartoon was winding down. You know, speaking of volume three, the cartoon was winding down. The fact that Eastman and Laird were people are going to be attached to volume one because the original creators created that and they were there for the majority of that now you're in the mid 90s you 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 sell it over to image different writers great writers just different people were uh maybe not used to that and now there there are some volume three defenders and i think i think we're pro volume three we're not we're not you know against it in any way but you know to me i think the beauty of all these comics is it's all apples and oranges you know it really is i i i like all turtle comics i like the amazing adventures now i like the archie adventures from the early 90s and and about this issue i give this issue 9 donuts out of 10 because it's just a fun issue it's a fun issue yep. it's unique because of a, a whole new storyline and it's just plain fun to read yeah. and that's what these were all about these were for kids but guess what what 25 years after the fact i'm still laughing i still think it's fun yeah and uh i think that's what it's all about that's a testament it is it stands up to the test of time and that's a testament to the writers and the artists um just wonderful wonderful issue really enjoyed it
0: yeah if you can make campiness good you know it's if you yeah. can somehow find a way to make camp really good that's what this series does then you've got me you know it's yep it wears its on its sleeves like this is ninja turtles but guess what this is not your this is almost like for i i would argue this isn't even for kids you know i mean i would say that this is like for the teenagers that are like what's this about you know i want to see what this book is about (laughs) and and you know this is like the ninja turtles for the teenagers i think
1: yeah i agree all right man well hey on that note uh, that concludes another episode of Ninja Pizza. And, uh, you know, we better get out of this pizza parlor because those guys behind the uh, counter over there, they don't look too happy that we've stayed this long. Yeah, well. Yeah, We're well, giving them business. I, I What's their
0: deal? again. They're just mad at me. So.
1: Ah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Ninja Pizza coupon that came with the uh, Turtles 2 game, right?
0: Yeah, man. I had all the pizza points. You know, come yeah. on. They gave me two slices. You. Yeah, and I did my bucket. <laughs> you did your bucket? Yeah. 30, you know, you stole your... Your students' buckets, you know? It's...
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to look it. out for number one. Well, Hoser, um, you know what? If you don't mind, I'm going to pick today's pizza today. Awesome. If that was redundant. Today's pizza today. Listen to me. Jeez. <laughs> teacher. Man, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick... Up. Uh, I know, not much, man. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, right, dudes and dudettes, here's the hoping you enjoy your whole wheat with mushrooms, onions, peppers, black olives and cheese, extra cheese, lean ground beef, a smattering of Italian sweet Italian sausage, and pepperoni, lots of pepperoni, and lots of rhubarb and kiwi fruit and fried clams and peanut butter cups. And if it's no trouble for you guys, uh, maybe we can hold a little bit of the onions on a quarter of a slice of that. Pizza, dudes. Cowabunga. Cowabunga, A cooker, I see I didn't think you
0: cook, yeah. You know, well, I kind of have to be now, it's out of necessity now because I'm a stay at home dad, and I really I always had a, a lot of respect for people that could just make something from nothing, you know. Ah,
1: uh, yeah, my mom, my mom could do that, I can't do it,
0: yeah. And I've it's a lot of fun. My wife seems to really appreciate it. My wife got mad at me for a couple of days because uh, her her nemesis is making fried chicken. <laughs> really? Every time I, I love my wife, but every time she makes fried chicken, something goes off, man. Like, <laughs> something's not right. But and I just yep, it's good. No, nope, yep. More, keep it coming. Yeah. Hey, you be nice to her. And so, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and she knows I'm full of crap. You know? <laughs> she just she even when I'm being genuine, she's like, uh huh. You know that thing that watches you? Mm-hmm. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: She's sideways looking. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. And so I made fried chicken one day, and. First off, I used chicken thighs, you know, because it was just easier to cook those because there's a lot more fat in them and they're oily and they, they take the frying a lot easier.
1: I ah, so you want thighs with
0: that. I wanted thighs with that, man. No, I'm yeah. sorry, that oh. was all. But I made fried chicken and turned out great and my wife bit into it and she enjoyed it I could tell she really liked it and I could tell it made her mad because <laughs> our first time making fried chicken and I hit a home run and she's like, hmm.
1: It's all right. <laughs>
0: It's pretty good. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's all right. You know, not bad for first try. (laughs) So you got to no sell it.
0: Yeah. Good job, Julia Child. Nobody cares. (laughs) But
1: yeah, I I, I watch a lot
0: of cooking shows as much as I can. The only thing that I didn't like making was clams. Man, I hate it. You're supposed to steam clams so they'll pop open and you can shuck them out. But I found a way to... I actually watched a tutorial on YouTube to, like, crack open the shell and scoop them out with your knife or whatever... Oh wow! Cracked open a shell it's like opening oysters.
1: Yeah, pretty tough. I,
0: yeah, it's not easy, especially when you've never done it before and you're using the wrong knife and you <laughs> cut it into your hand. Oh, gosh. But I cracked one open and I opened up the, the clam and it was black inside. And, it, and it's not supposed to be. So this is a very dead clam. But then it started moving. <laughs> I was like, oh! What? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, it was just like, just. Ch- a, Freak accident, this thing, or maybe it just seemed like it did. I don't know, but I swear it got <laughs> And I just think of every, like, 80s sci-fi, there's an evil tentacle that's going to take over a body somewhere. and Like aliens or something, or space balls. <laughs> space
1: balls, that'd be really terrifying.
0: Right? Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I threw the damn, I threw the clam. I was like, ah! My kids are like, what? I was like, it's alive! Get it! <laughs> I wasn't going to touch it. Oh,
1: okay. Probably
0: can't use
1: the clams. Well, that Sorry. reminds me of the old uh, Three Stooges bit where uh, poor Curly's trying to – all he's trying to do is, is, is eat his clam chowder or clam soup. And the clam's alive. It starts biting the spoon. So he's like, oh, I'll show you. And then he uh, he pours some pepper on it and the clam sneezes right in his face. Oh, it's so funny. I've never seen that. Oh. <laughs> eventually gets so aggravated at it, he just shoots the bowl. <laughs> Cool, man. All right. All right, Josh. Hey, had a lot of fun, man. It was good talking to you again. Yeah, you too, man. Can't wait to do it again. Absolutely, man. Hey, have a good weekend, and uh, I'll holler at you as always. Maybe we can get some Dead by Daylight uh, going this weekend.
0: Oh, Nicole hates that game, man. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> you know what, man? It's not like Friday the 13th, where Friday the 13th is inherently campy and fun. Yeah. Like, Dead by Dawn is like, hey, welcome to hell. You're going to die while you're here. Oh, it's scary. It's yeah, creepy, it's brutal. Man. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah.
1: I mean, I like it. But I, I do, too. It's different. It's I, different, I, but I, I, like, I suck at it.
0: I like the variety of killers, man. You know, I just like... Man. yeah. But, man, those generators, man, when you do that quick-time event... Oh,
1: it's awful. Oh, I'm terrible at it. I am terrible at it. I always get killed because I think if you're a killer, they can sense when you're doing that. They can
0: sense the the sound that the generator makes, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Real quickly, man, who's your killer in that? Who do you use?
1: Oh, man, I just got, like, the standard guy.
0: Um, The trapper?
1: I don't know. It looks like half his face is melted off. Okay. I don't even know what he's called
0: oh it's, it's the guy that's on the cover of the, the I,
1: it it might be I, I don't I don't really remember to be honest but uh, I think he's I don't know if it was a chainsaw or he's got oh you
0: got the hillbilly got hillbilly th- yes yeah. that's who I've got yeah I like got, Michael Myers I've got the huntress so oh, she reminds oh. me of Nicole so cause <laughs> if you read the killer's backstory she grew up in the woods of Minnesota
1: Oh, it's Nicole. With,
0: with a mom that was a trapper and a hunter and Nicole's mom is, was a trapper and a hunter and I was like oh my god that, that's, <laughs> that's my wife so I gotta play with it she's yeah. a demon <laughs>
1: she's
0: a demon yeah man that old school movie and I think every guy our age or a little bit older at least has always wanted to punch out of work and slide down a dinosaur's back
1: <laughs> yeah it's true
0: that's We're just kind of goal. depressed that we'll never be able to do that. Why, well, that's why for years I wanted to work at the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago so I could possibly be... <laughs>
1: yeah. Slide down a uh, dinosaur. But,
0: yeah, I know. The dinosaur is
1: right there. 90 feet tall. That'd you be slide. a killer slide. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, I pretty much only get the one chance, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll be arrested after that. Yeah. Well, I might die. I'm either gonna That's die true. or. That's either. true. That's But what a ride! Yeah. <laughs> Worth it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just like fall right off it, and you just land. You're just getting wheeled into the ambulance, and you're like nailed it.
1: Nailed it. I'm, I'm good. I can die now. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I think I will.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because we're friends on uh, PS4, and it shows me whenever you're on and what you're playing, which is super stalker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's he playing? Okay, yeah,
0: what's he doing? Who's he looking at? Who's he playing with? Why isn't he playing with me? <laughs> Why isn't he playing
1: with me? Am I good enough anymore? I forget what, you know? <laughs>
0: This perfectly encapsulates Bobby the Brain he knew for me, was uh, he's uh, talking to Macho Man on the phone and just giving him just so much crap. Right. And Macho Man is like, he's a good wrestler, but he was never really a good talker. Oh,
1: I disagree, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's got a great voice. You remember the voice, but he wasn't. I mean, oh, like he, he was, was great. He was no Roddy Piper, man. I don't. He's I,
1: up there. I, I put him. Up, uh, maybe not. Ooh, that's close. That's close. Yeah. Uh-oh.
0: But uh, what happened was. Um, Macho Man says something Hey I got one more thing to tell you Bobby And he hung up on him And Bobby got the last laugh Because he says I guess the rest of his tongue fell out (laughs) Oh I never knew about that (laughs) I just remember thinking to myself I hate this guy God man, I I remember being like a 9 year old Telling my mom I hope Macho Man kills this man (laughs) And my mom was just like Okay maybe no more wrestling for you
1: Well, in I was totally to that dude that you've seen
0: that video on YouTube and I was like, it's
1: still real to me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, in Savage's defense... Now, I am a Savage guy. I, mm-hmm. He's my probably... No, I'll go ahead and say it. He is my favorite wrestler of all time now. Ooh, I, yeah! No, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I no. In, in Savage's defense, man. I don't know if you've seen some of the promos he did in the 80s with uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Like, I that guy I could think up. on his oh. feet so well. I mean, I actually yeah. think he was one of the great talkers. Um, yeah. Because, like, you, you if you search up just the best Randy Macho Man promos, dude, there are so many funny ones he does, and you can tell that Mean Gene is just kind of giving him these, these unscripted questions. Just to kind of, <laughs> it's, it's all improv. And you really see Randy Savage shine and think on his feet, and like he would do a lot of, um, you know, public interviews with like Arsenio Hall, um, yeah, Regis and Kathy or whatever her name was, um, and you know he. I watched all those, and he is so good, at yeah. thinking on his feet, man. Uh, I love Savage, man, for so many reasons.
0: Yeah, but uh, I, you know, I I always remember his cameo in Spider Man. You remember? Yeah, the Spider-Man hey, what are you doing up there? <laughs> I got you for three minutes!
1: <laughs> three minutes of playtime! Playtime! <laughs> Welcome to Ninja Pizza, home of the nice Slice! <laughs> <laughs>